Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbian shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Les Hangout, a podcast that clearly has superheroes and villains, although we'll leave it to you to decide who's who. <laughs> I love doing those because I just read them in real time. Like, I have Lee write them, and then I never know what I'm going to say until I read it, so. And then she, like, dies laughing every time, and we have to do, like, four takes of it. It's It's fine. It's great. But we'll leave it to you to decide who's who. From the East Coast, I'm Ellie Brigida. And from the West Coast, I'm Lee Holmes Foster. If you are a longtime listener, thank you, as always, for joining us. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. We are super glad to have you here. And here's what's been going on lately. This week in Bethesdom. This Week in the Lesdom is a place for us to touch base each episode about things that are going on with the podcast uh, or just in our lives. And this week, the thing going on in our lives is it's here. It's two days away. Halloween. Yes. And this it's- is, oh my God, Lee, this is your first Halloween with a baby. It is. I know. That is so, so exciting. So excited. Kelsey has been hard at work making uh, making a costume for Eloise. I'm super excited. I can almost guarantee there will be pictures. Don't worry. Are you going to tell us or you have to wait to see the pictures? Oh, maybe we should make it a surprise. Should we make it a surprise? No, I want to hear it. <laughs> uh, we are planning a Ruth Baby Ginsburg costume amazing yes and not just ruth baby ginsburg but anyone who's an rbg fan might know that she has specific necklaces collars that Mm. she wears for different things so we are going to be uh hopefully having a ruth baby ginsburg with her descent collar because we do not approve of many things that have been happening lately in the country yep uh so i dissent (laughs) yes and ruth baby ginsburg dissents Yes. Yes. What about you, Ellie? What are you planning? So I am going to be Poison Ivy, which I've been wanting to do for like 10 years. And so I... How on point for this episode, too. Yes. I feel like it, yeah, it makes perfect sense. I ordered my costume. It's supposed to come in the mail today, so it is (laughs) tight. Wow. Tight deadline. Looking at you, USPS. Yeah, but I will have it. Don't worry. And I'm debating dyeing my hair even redder. Ooh. So we'll see about that. That is commitment. Yes. I love it. And my girlfriend's also going to be Harley Quinn. So it's going to be super gay. Everyone knows Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn are gay lovers, bisexual lovers, but nice enough, like, emphatically enough so nice nice <laughs> thank you Lee. thank you yeah. what I are approve. what are you and kelsey being 
Uh, probably I'm going to be wearing a Skelly's shirt and we do not have time to plan a costume. I'm All literally, right. I just got back from Switzerland this weekend. I am a little jet lagged and a little catching up on life still. So probably be focusing on getting Eloise a costume, uh, and, and calling that a success for the year. Wow. What a, you're already, <laughs> babies, a, babies are a lot of work. You know? You're already a mother. So selfless. <laughs> There the baby gets dressed before I do. Baby gets a costume. I get a t-shirt. I think it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Sets the tone for the rest of our lives. <laughs> and speaking of t-shirts, you can still get a Skelly's t-shirt. I don't care what time yes. of the year it is. You can wear a gay skeleton shirt. So if you want I mean, that shirt. <laughs> I'm going to be rocking that bad boy left and right this yes. year. Don't worry about it. Yes. You can still get that t-shirt at bit.ly slash shop. Shameless plug. Yes. Um, also, I know we are still nailing down, you know, some details. We are trying to make a New York show happen. Yeah. New York. Super uh, so keep an eye out. We're, we're hopefully going to be having some more details about that soon. Yay. And this week in the actual Les universe, <laughs> the, the larger Les universe. Uh, not just us. Not we're just not us. We're not the Les universe. I mean, there's some things that go out, go on outside this podcast, Lee. Good to know. Good to know. And think outside the box. This one, think outside the box. (laughs) (laughs) There's a really terrible pun sort of in there. Yeah, we're just going to go around that. (laughs) But Kehlani is freaking pregnant. And that is going to be the cutest, most amazing little queer baby the world has ever seen. Yes, I love it. So excited. I... I'm not sure how much how many details they've actually like given about that. I remember she posted yeah. on Instagram and was like, more to come, but I don't know if there's more stuff from that. But amazing. She's gonna be a great mother. I'm super excited, excited to see a little Kaylani baby in this world. Yes. I'm all about babies right now. We know that. So yes. there you go. So that's what's happening. Back to you, Elian Lee. Thanks, Elian Lee. And welcome everyone to episode two oh six, Flame On. This week, we are really excited to have Al Fletcher joining us. Al is the comic expert on the podcast Gotham Arcade. Al, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Of course. Fun fact, Al is our first local podcast guest. Yeah, (laughs) like the first person we're actually recording in person, or at least I'm in person with her. (laughs) Yeah, this is fun. Yeah, so it's pretty cool to actually have another human being next to me. Yeah, uh, going on. It's amazing. We don't do this a lot. This is fun for us. Yes. Well, I'm assuming it's fun for you guys. I'm still like out by myself. It's okay, Lee. We can see you, though. That's cool. Hooray. Al, tell us a little bit more about Gotham Arcade, about your podcast. Yeah, so Gotham Arcade is a weekly podcast that me and my best friend T do. Um, We're both queer nerds, so we basically recommend each other. T recommends me a video game, and we'll play it, and I'll recommend a comic book, and then we'll read it, and then we'll get together at the end of the week and talk about one one of the two. Super awesome. cool. Yeah. The episode that I liked the most that I listened to was the one about Motocrush. Motocrush? Yeah, Motocrush. Yeah. Because it's like a super queer comic, which I have yet to read. I know I need to get into it. Oh, it's great. But I can loan it to you if you want. Yeah, I was definitely into it. <laughs> so if you are looking for some more queer nerdy fun, that's the place to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. All of the it queer. didn't that's start easy. out as like a queer focused uh, podcast, but... We're just so queer that it just it just, just seeped into it. It's unavoidable sometimes. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, and well, and it's ours it's didn't not start that... as as one's one. Never mind. I can't even do the joke. 
<laughs> I was gonna say ours wasn't supposed to be queer either. Oh. <laughs> Naturally, with that name, yeah, who would even no, know? Who would ever know? We really just wanted to leave the door open to things. It was hang out as a name. Yeah. So you know, just see where it takes us. See where we end up. <laughs> but you guys are. I mean, it's recent, right? You launched pretty recently. Yeah, I think we've been going for about six months now. Nice. I, we're like twenty something episodes in. Yeah, so yeah, it's like you settle. You find your groove, you settle in. If that groove is queer, you know, even better. Yeah, and this is my first guesting uh, gig, so I'm excited about this. Oh. Yes, we're super, we're super pumped. We're, we're the first ones. We get to... Uh, yeah. Pop your get... guest cherry. I know you yeah, want to say I was, it. I was going to not say that, but now we did. It's fine. <laughs> it's all right. I get it. <sighs> uh, well, then, cool. We're glad you're here, and we are are very excited because, as Ellie was just saying, I think we really wanted to do an episode on comics and all of the awesome queer stuff going on in comics, uh, but neither one of us are super well-versed yeah. in mm-hmm. comics, so that's why we brought in the expert. Yeah, uh, that's me. For, for <laughs> Here <everyone>. I am. <laughs> to yes. spare it. To spare them the experience of Ellie and I trying to pretend that we could run this conversation. <laughs> Literally any time that anybody needs to talk about comics, all they need to do is hit me up. My phone number nice. is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, perfect. And okay. Al's phone gets flooded. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of nerds are queer and a lot of queers are nerds. Yes. So yes. There's a lot of overlap. Accurate. Well, I think They're that in- brings us to like one of the main things we want to talk about is why do queer people love comics? My take on it and the reason that I like them so much is, first of all, like most queers and nerds are both like outcasted sort of. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of just like, that's where like the overlap came for me, where like I was kind of just like a weirdo in school and into nerdy stuff. And I mean, also my dad got me into like nerdy stuff. But like, you know, I think when you're younger, like people are like, yeah, superheroes are for boys and, you know, right. princess stuff is for girls or whatever. And, like, I just never really, I, I like Star Wars and, like, Harry Potter and, you mm-hmm. know, all the queer, weird, <laughs> witchy, uh, comic, sci-fi things. And, I don't know, now I'm gay. <laughs> Comics turn you gay, people. <laughs> I Honestly, think that's the obvious conclusion to draw. <laughs> but it, but I think what that. you're saying is, you know, there is, uh, there's some of the really obvious uh, examples where, I mean, X-Men has been brought up a lot. Yeah. As, like, I was going to talk know. about that, too. Yeah, I mean, the, but it, we, we can talk about it now. Let's do it. Yeah, well, let's okay. dive into X-Men. Uh, I think X-Men is a classic example in terms of that whole, you know, like, they covered it really obviously in the movie, I think, with, you know, Have You Tried Not Being? I yeah. Mean, <laughs> um, it, which throws back similarly to, like, you know, Buffy, like, Have You Tried Not Being the Slayer? Yeah. Um, I think there's that. But there is, I think what you're saying is there's this... Um, sense in which uh you know superheroes comic book characters to a large extent there's that otherness you know that mm. they're different somehow. yeah there's something that sets them apart that i i think is very relatable right yeah absolutely yeah yeah um Tell so I mean obviously as you're noticing even as I bring up X Men I'm like the movie and Buffy things that I know stuff about but let's talk a little bit more about the comics yeah I I am also no stranger to Buffy I just got a Buffy tattoo at Comic Con nice oh my god which is the gayest thing I've ever said it's a it's a heart with a stake through it nice it's very oh, amazing. cool it's I'll awesome. send I'll send you a picture yes 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 we'll put it yes up. oh my god send it to us and we'll put it on our Instagram That's sounds amazing. good yeah let's talk comics. 
Yeah, well, what what are the main differences between the X-Men comics and the movies? Um, well, I'm I'm not going to go pretending like I'm an X-Men expert because mm-hmm. um I don't really read as much Marvel as I want mm-hmm. to sometimes. Um, so that's the publisher that X-Men is on, but I have read a few comics. Um, I feel like the movies cover that argument pretty well, mm-hmm. but the X-Men comics started um like by Stanley in the 60s as kind of like a mirror to the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. And like, as time moves on, like there are more and more, you know, comparisons to like the queer, like queer people. And like that sort of like issue where people are like, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Like hide yourself yeah. and register. And we need to know who's who and like whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I just want to be gay in my silence. And like, <laughs> nobody needs to know. Or, like, nobody needs to know that, like, I'm a mutant. I didn't ask for this. It just mm-hmm. kind of happened, right. you know? So it's, like, the parallels between, like, sort of race and sexuality. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. And also being queer is the superpower. Yeah. 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 What? Of right. course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I think, I think like, comics are cool because they're malleable. Like, you can do so much with them. And that's, that's why I've been getting so much more into, like, creator-owned and indie stuff lately because... You can literally do whatever you want in a comic book. When you're playing with like DC and Marvel and like larger publishers, you can't really do as much. Like you can't just be like, Batman's gay. Yeah. Because DC would be like, he's not gay. Yeah. And then you'd be like, he's gay in my head canon. <laughs> yeah. And even more so than DC would be like that, like the dude bros who read the comics would be like, he's not fucking gay, guys. Yeah. He's don't Batman. don't even get me started on comics gate. That's a huge thing happening right yeah. now. Well, what is that? yeah. Uh, so comic skate is this like hate group movement happening when it's like all these like neck beard, like yes. white dudes being like comics are too diverse. Like that's stupid. Like comics are for like white men. And you're like, OK, well, comics are for everyone, first of all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like a huge thing going on on Twitter right now and like the comics Twitter um, and all of all of the creators that they were like, oh, I'm inspired by them. They're like, this is a hate group. Like, get out of here. Yeah. So, like, a lot of, like, big comic pros are, like, like shutting them down and, like, loudly opposing them, which I think is really amazing. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. At least they're, like, like not encouraging stupidity. Yeah. <laughs> there are a couple, and then everyone's like, all right, we're not going to buy your books anymore because, like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Valid. Well, and because it's such a – it's such a – weird response to something that is i mean i think you know we're seeing the obvious parallels for queer people but that is the takeaway of so many comic stories and so many superhero stories is like you know being the outcast being the other being the the person who doesn't have a voice who gets a voice or the the person who stands up for those people who don't have a voice you yeah know? definitely and so that being the response like that being the takeaway of like oh yeah it needs to be like just about cis white men and only like you know only that what <laughs> like where would you ever it doesn't even that? make sense like at first i was just like that's dumb it doesn't make sense but then it like started getting like really like hateful and spiteful and like whatever so yeah i let let's talk about some of the diversity in comics that idiots are talking against <laughs> but Ooh. um you talk you just talk started to talk a little bit about more like indie comics mm-hmm. so out of those indie comics like what are some of your favorites and why i know that's like a broad oh no that's cool um like we said before motor crush that's like one of my favorites um and i like motor crush so much because one, the story is awesome. The artwork's amazing. 
and there are queer characters, but they're pre-existing queer characters. Mm-hmm. Um, when you when you come into the book, there are two characters that had previously dated that aren't dating anymore that have some sort of like tension. Um, but like before the book even happened, there was an entire relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody's coming out. You know, which like right. of course like it's okay like to have coming out stories. I've I've heard you guys talk about this on the podcast as mm-hmm. well, but um, it's okay to have coming out stories. It's like encouraged but also it's nice to have existing queer stories yep where like every story isn't just oh and now they're gay oh and now they're gay and like figuring it out you know (laughs) like i've been i've been out for like a long time so like i want existing queer people in my stories Mm -hmm. so right also hack slash is this image comic um that's the publisher uh from a while ago that they just rebooted but the character has been uh the main character cassie she's like she struggles with her sexuality and sort of like coming out in the original story, but like she's a, a bi character. Mm-hmm. And like that was one of the first bi characters I ever read in a comic. And I was like, well, this is a, this is cool. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, and the guy that wrote it, his name is Tim Seeley. And he's like he's like a, a middle aged dude, but he's super cool. And when they rebooted it, he got um, my current favorite uh, comic writer. Her name is Teeny Howard, who is a bisexual like witchy loudmouthed woman <laughs> who's now writing the character that like mirrors her which yeah. i think is awesome that he was like nice he was like you know i made these characters and i did a long run on this book and i want to bring it back but i want to bring it back with people that like should be heard which yeah. i think is really yeah. cool that's awesome well and it's also it's cool to like get i'm i'm sure it like gives a slightly different voice you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a little bit more authentic yeah <laughs> Have did you have you read before and after? Like, do you yeah. notice a big difference in um, that? Yeah, I mean, the whole the whole run wasn't written by him exactly, but like, and and obviously, like writing the same character, they're going to like have those same things. Yeah. But I can definitely tell that like somebody who should be writing that character is writing it. Like, it's it's yeah. just a lot of like fun, um, and just like definitely a, a a more authentic as as far as like you know queer attraction and stuff goes. Cool. Right. And it's something that we say a lot, too, like even with, you know, a lot of media, like with TV, with movies, it's not like you can only have queer people uh, acting out queer roles. You can have straight people acting them. And I think to a certain extent, you can have straight people uh, writing them as well. But it is like as soon as you get those voices in the writer's room or those people acting it out, there is something about that authenticity that I think especially to queer people Mm. jumps out at us you yeah know? like there is a noticeable difference usually absolutely and there's just been such a rise in queer comic creators that are like writing mainstream stuff even mm-hmm. like um yeah teeny howard who i was just mentioning like is writing the captain america annual that's like one of the biggest captain america books yeah. like um of the year so i'm like yes yeah. bitch write that yeah. <laughs> large publisher stuff Yes. Nice. Kate Leth is like a big comic mm-hmm. person, right? And she Yeah. She did what? Am I wrong? Yeah, she did Hellcat. Okay, I don't want to be wrong. No, it's cool. <laughs> but like I feel like she's like a um, like little celesbian or like celebrity queer yeah. person. Yeah. Do you like do you well, like follow so, her on Instagram yeah. and stuff? That's yeah. so funny. So buy yeah. in is there like and a I, bi- yeah, I never like read a f- any of her comics, but I still follow her. Mm. <laughs> like we okay. need like a celesbian term for bisexuals. What is what do we call them? We need a new name. Oh, we'll come up with something. This is we uh, need like a segment of Ellie and I trying to come up with names for shit and being terrible at it. So bad at it. But it's so true because like I want to say they're a lesbian, but I'm like, you might not identify as a lesbian, so I don't want to be yeah, like, Kate well, she does it. Bisexual. She's bisexual. Yeah. yeah. 
So you follow her too. That's so funny. Yes. Yeah. 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 I started following oh, her without reading any of her books either. Which yeah. I think it's funny. Yeah. She was at uh, FlameCon this year. Oh, yes. And you nice. were also at FlameCon. I also Good was segue. at FlameCon. <laughs> <laughs> so how oh, was FlameCon? Well, how was that experience for you? Um, it was great. Me and my little queer comics podcast, we did, uh, we applied for press passes and we're small, like nobody listens to us. And they were like, yeah, definitely. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Hey guys. Uh, no. Um, but yeah, we got press passes really easily, which was cool. And like, cause like, it's not, it's not really that affordable to like pay for a convention and stay and travel to New York. Mm -hmm. But we were like, oh, we get into the convention for free. So we have to go. Yeah. Um, But it was amazing. Uh, You walk in and it's just literally queer nerds is the whole entire floor. And all of the panels were queer panels. They did a like how Sailor Moon made me gay panel. Nice. A Steven Universe, a Steven Universe panel called Gay Space Rocks. They were just it was amazing. And all of the uh, queer creators like peddling their wares in the artist alley. Like it was so cool to see like so many people like buying art and supporting them and like you know they get to like buy food because people bought their art it's like amazing mm-hmm. right well and i assume it was similar to like we also had like our first press experience at Clexicon this past year mm. but also just i i assume flamecon is similar where it's just like you walk into a space and it's like your people you know yes it's just you're like ah yes here you are all of my people i've found you <laughs> yeah yeah i mean event. and because like I go to I go to all the conventions. Uh, like I go to Anime Boston and Boston Comic Con and every other convention that I can literally go to. And I've been going to them for years, so I I feel pretty comfortable in a space that's predominantly dominated by you know men. Mm-hmm. And right. I got I got mansplained to at Comic Con this year, and I was like, "You think I'm gonna buy stuff from your table now? I'll kill you." <laughs> um, but it's so cool that you never have to worry about that kind of thing at FlameCon. You're walking in, and you're just like people are just like you look amazing. Like they run up to you and they're like, you're beautiful. And you're like, oh my God. So are you. Thank you. It's yeah. Did you cosplay? No. You were just like going all out, (laughs) Al. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Most of the time people think I'm cosplaying when I just wear my normal clothes to conventions. They're like, are you this? And I'm like, no, I'm just, this is me. I don't even know the character they're yelling at me. And I'm like, what? And they're like, oh, you just look like that? And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) You just are your own like comic book hero. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's literally my dream. Nice. Yes. <laughs> there you go. And you've done it and you've made it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you've made it. <laughs> the I feel like there's been a lot more coverage um in the past couple of years at especially at Comic Cons of people who cosplay characters either as uh gender bent versions, as like people of color cosplaying characters who like you know, same thing, like have suddenly get a ton of shit for it and you're like, no, like why is that not the response? Why would the response not be like, you look fucking amazing? I know, know, right? We're all nerds. Everybody has headcanon. <laughs> right, <Yes>. exactly. <laughs> it's just, it's ridiculous. I so. also love that. I don't think I've ever heard the word headcanon, but like, I know really? what it means, obviously, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because we do it all the time. Yeah. But Queer, queers are the champions of the of headcanon. Head yeah. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Because you're like shipping people, like mm-hmm. Buffy and Faith. Yes, um, 100%. It's, it's coming. Don't worry. It's coming. That's, ca- that's canon. Come on. Canon? Come I know, on. right? That's, that's that just, that is canon. Let's, 100% let's all canon. With all of our should have been gays are canon. There's so. actually a convention coming up in October um, that I want to go to. It's in Framingham in Massachusetts. It's like a small little thing, oh but God, James Marsters 
No. Um, Spike and uh, Cordelia are going to be there. <gasps> oh, I have to go. Oh my God. You want to come? Yeah, so let's go. You could drive me. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> that sounds good. Entry's really oh cheap. Guys. Oh my God. I'm, I'm so me. far away. Sorry, Lee. <laughs> Just fly over here and come to the convention. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I know. When is it? Uh, next month. Or, yeah, next month. All right. Yeah, I can't fly You could do it. Month. You could do it. <laughs> um, oh, congratulations next on your time, baby. Next time. Oh, thank you. Yeah. She's Huge. great, but she makes travel a little more complicated. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. <laughs> Just a little. Just a little. That's fine. All right. I would love to talk about, I don't know the best way to segue, segue this, so I'm just going to say we're going to talk about something different now. Okay. Yeah, do, good. I think that's <laughs> very, that's so very honest, clear. Right? Yeah. Everyone knows um, what's happening. No one's confused. Would really like to get into, we did talk about this a little bit. But adapting comics from movies and TV, mm-hmm. because we talked a little bit about how you're saying, like, obviously people are like, you can't make Batman gay, whatever. But also people are like, oh, you can't make Wonder Woman bisexual. And it's like, uh, she's literally she bisexual. Is bisexual. <laughs> yeah. So I would love to just know your thoughts on, number one, why you think they don't really go there on a lot of the things or why they do go there. Like why they choose to go there on like TV shows, Mm. I think are more like far more likely to have gay characters than these big blockbuster movies. Yeah. I feel, I feel as though like you you definitely have a lot more freedom on TV. I I don't know why that is because I don't write for TV. Yeah. Um, But, (laughs) but yeah, I mean the CW, uh, the Arrowverse, they call it Mm -hmm. um, is like, so I, I, <laughs> I watch all the shows, yeah. And it's super gay because uh, Greg Berlanti is the executive producer, I think, on most of the shows. He's, like, basically the king of the CW, mm-hmm. like, Arrowverse. And, like, all the people are gay, and it's so sick. <laughs> um, yeah. But they have, like, they have like all different kinds of queer people. Um, they have gay married dudes, and they have bi women dating men, and, you know vice versa and all this stuff and i think it's cool that there's like a bunch of different kinds of queer people it's not just like here's the token lesbian here's the token gay dude and right. he's fabulous <laughs> and, sh- and she's gonna die soon yeah oh my god <laughs> oh that's just the worst <laughs> yeah uh everyone at FlameCon was like why are they killing us in everything yeah yeah, yeah. it's so it lame is. But I do feel like you're starting to see them see them stray away from that. And especially, you know, CW, I think, has gotten some flack for that already in the past. And so I feel like it's that we're seeing a lot less of that right now. Yeah, um, that they are like introducing new characters and keeping them alive. And they'll like they'll make characters from the multiverse, which is just kind of like different earths so that you can make different personalities of the same actors mm-hmm. that they can bring them back even if the characters are dead which i think is hilarious yeah. but they'll bring back a character from the multiverse of a character that was straight on like our earth and they'll be like bisexual in that earth oh my god amazing. which is so cool it's like vampire willow yes 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 oh my god there's so many things lately where we're seeing comics being moved up to the screen Right. Like we have mm-hmm. all the DC and Marvel movies. We have Wonder Woman. We have all the shows we have, like there's a lot of things. And so, yeah, I, I am curious, like what are what are some of the ones that you think have translated well? What are some of the ones that you think haven't like haven't really worked? I'm a big fan of the CW um, because I think that the shows are really fun and they don't take themselves too seriously. Like other shows can get like really gritty. And that's like maybe why some of them didn't work. 
Yeah. Like Smallville was good and it ran for a long time, you know, but it wasn't like, I mean, and I guess that was like that for then. So I'm just not even going to get into that. But I really like Riverdale. And I know that's also on the CW. But Riverdale is like the weirdest, <laughs> coolest thing. Yeah. And I I will say I just started watching it. Oh, my God. Al. So Al's girlfriend, Amanda, I went to college with her. And Al and Amanda have been telling me to watch Riverdale for like since it was on. They watched it with my mom and I wasn't oh, there. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I just started watching it. And I can agree. It's freaking amazing. I'm seriously, I couldn't make it through the first episode. I, I feel so bad. I'm so into I, I, it. I think the first season's a little harder to get into, um, but but I understand. I watched the first episode, and I was, and so we had a friend who recommended it to us who did the same thing, like kept bugging us to watch it, to watch it, to watch it. And I watched the first episode, and I was like, how many slow-mo close-ups of dudes' abs do you think I want to watch? <laughs> I can get through the Archie stuff if I get to see all the hot women that are on that show. Holy God. Yeah, yes. I, I guess. Cheryl I, also scare-rouses the shit out of me. Oh, my God. Uh, Cheryl, Cheryl's my, like, uh... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's sort of weird though. Sometimes I look at her and I'm like, not I'm not saying that I look like her, but like we're like she's a redhead and really pale and I'm like, is it narcissistic to think no. a pale redhead is hot? You know what I mean? I think I mean, short-haired yes, punk we'll girls are cute it. all the time. Right? Right? And I'm like, Cheryl, we would make a really interesting looking couple next to each other because we'd look like sisters, but I would still do it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, bad. I don't want to spoil, but I've, I, I know that you know about Shoney, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like, that's my favorite thing ever because I, I, I was really I, I was really into Cheryl. But then they were doing interviews in between seasons one and two. And Madeleine Pesh, who portrays Cheryl, was like, I really want my character to be like bisexual or like queer in some way. And, like, I really want this to happen. And now now it's a thing, which is cool, which means that, like, the, the producers and the showrunners are, like, listening to the cast and, like, what they want and, like, respecting them, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Because they're like, yeah. we want to give Cheryl a love interest. And then she was like, yo, can I be bi? And they were like, yeah, sure. Nice. <laughs> is Cheryl not bi in the comics? Uh, no. not mm-hmm. Well, not is yet. Anyone? Not yet. Okay. You know? Um, <laughs> Kevin Keller is gay in the comics and he was created by a queer creator called dan parent who does archie stories cool but he brought the first gay openly gay archie character into the world that's pretty cool viva kevin keller yeah sorry i have a real quick sidetrack because you're saying you know when actors when showrunners when they listen to listen to stuff like that either from the actors themselves or from the audience uh i'm really curious why do you think there are still some of them that resist not just like audience outcries but resist like the very obvious chemistry on screen obviously i'm talking supergirl right now oh of course where it's like it's there but they're like deliberately avoiding it you know they were like oh by the way now you're just gonna date james olsen lena yeah and i'm like okay that couple makes literally no sense right yeah and yeah, of course, I was getting the gay vibes from Lena and Kara for like the first two seasons or however long it's been running. And yeah, and that that Comic-Con thing that happened yeah. when everyone yeah, in the cast yeah. was like, they're not dating. Stop saying it. And we're like, everybody wants this. Yeah, right. Just give it everyone. to us. But I think they were like, she can't be gay. Her sister's gay. And like, she can she be can. gay. Yeah. Tegan and Sarah are gay. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> 
literally like quote. I'm like using that quote. Your <laughs> <laughs> sister's gay. Deacon and Sarah are gay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, done. Every, Lawyered. Every, there you go. <laughs> everybody. Everybody wanted the yeah. Lana and Cara, uh, and Cara thing. Yeah. But. But so I'm just curious, like, why do you think that is that some, you know, some either different, do you think it's just different showrunners? Do you think, because they're, it's the same, it's the same network, right? Aren't they on the yeah, same? Yeah, yeah. They're it's also on, the same. on CW? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just think it's funny that like some places where they'll be like, oh, you, you want them to be gay and it sort of makes sense and you can like totally see it. You're like, sure, why not? And then other places where it's like glaringly in your face, like, look at how freaking gay they are. And they're like, no, 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 they're just besties. Yeah. Like, no, no, gal, no. Gal pals. Um, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I think. I think like TV probably has like a quota on how many like diverse people you can have in a show, <laughs> like, and and still appeal to like straight white dudes who like are watching the CW shows. Yeah. And I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of them were like, we can't have one more gay character on Supergirl. <laughs> then that's not for me anymore. And it's like maybe Supergirl somewhere... isn't for you. Yeah. Maybe Supergirl's for the gays. Let's be real. Somewhere there's like a dark cabal like meeting in an underground room, <laughs> being like, okay, we have one more, and they're like, count- they have like a little chalkboard and they're counting <laughs> up the characters. The CW has gone over capacity. There you go. But they okay, they well... they explain it with the multiverse. <laughs> Maybe next season, guys. Maybe next season. We'll wait. (laughs) Maybe there's another Lena. Also, like honorable mention to um, like the Legend of Korra, uh, which is the sequel to Avatar. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. So in that show, in the third season or the fourth season, actually, um, the last scene is like Korra, the Avatar, and her female friend who are clearly about to go on a a romantic gallivant in the spirit world. Um, But there's no kiss or anything. Mm -hmm. But They rebooted it in a comic, my thing, um, and they're they're canon gay now. Amazing. Nice. Like, nice. they have smooched. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. 
So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. They go on dates. They've come out to people. It's amazing. Do you think comics, like like actual the comics themselves, like the books, do you think they have some more... Um freedom to work with it like do you think creators have a little more license yeah I think I think when you're working with with properties it's a little bit tougher but I think it's doable of course yeah I mean and Nickelodeon like these these comics are like are like licensed properties so I'm not I'm not sure how it works but like I think that like there's definitely more freedom within comics uh of your own creation and like stuff like that but yeah but, like, I think that, like, most people are, like, not terrible. So you can probably be like, hey, can we make these characters gay even though it's for Nickelodeon? And they'll be like, yeah, young kids should be, you know, witnessing that this is a possibility in mm-hmm. the future. That if yeah. they like girls, that it's not weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. just it's just a thing that the Avatar can do. Or, like, that, like, gay space rocks on Steven Universe can do and get married on screen. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. Did you guys hear about that? Yes. 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 The first like lesbian wedding in a in a cartoon. Amazing. Which is huge. I know. I still so have big. to watch Steven Universe. Oh my wanna, god. I, yeah, I, I, I really know. It's it's great. I mean it's long, but the episodes are only eleven minutes, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Yeah. yeah but it's, it's, if you, know, you get around to that, that's that's a good thing to watch. Yeah. I feel like I want someone to do like a really involved exploration into what difference it makes. Because the thing is, I feel like Sorry, I'm going off on like a complete tangent again. I apologize. Go for it, we, are, we are having the worst segues in this. We have like no. It's, it's fine. It's I'm fine. just along for the ride. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I I'm having these like two separate trains of thoughts right now. One of them is when you have comics. One of the things that I think is really interesting that like maybe is more freeing in some ways is they're static, right? Like it's a it's one picture. You don't have to show everything. So when you have gay characters, you don't have to have like you know, a ton of, like, oh, here they are, and they have to be, like, touching, feely all the time, like, because you're just showing them, like, a frame at a time, right? And I wonder if that's more freeing in some ways that because it's, like, a lot of exposition, it's a lot of dialogue, it's a lot of how characters talk to each other, um, if that gives more freedom to creators to, like, introduce queer elements. But then at the same time, I have, like, the complete opposite thought going, which is, like, when you do have queer characters interact when you have them kiss like that is a static moment captured in time forever you know like if you have characters kiss on screen it's like they kiss it's over like you you're not you don't keep seeing it after it happens but like when you have a kiss on a page Mm. it's there and and like it's there forever and you you can look look at it for as long as you want i I do that (laughs) i'm like are you kidding me this is amazing yeah just staring but i'm curious like i want someone to like write their thesis on this so like if someone out there (laughs) is looking for a cool thesis idea you can have this for free but i am curious like what of what difference you know like that makes well i wonder too if the difference is also i think an audience Mm, yeah i think it's similar to podcasts in that like comics are there's so many of them and they're so niche yeah so it's like you can choose exactly what type of comic you want to read like and you're not like okay well here's all of the programming that is allowed to me on a tv or at the movies at a certain time yeah you know that that, that, that's definitely a good point that yeah. it gets easier for you to like really target your audience. Yeah, I think that's 
maybe why there is so much freedom because like there's always going to be like your straight white male superheroes which i'm not gonna lie i'm super into yeah (laughs) but also then there's you know books with like gay magic girls kissing and you know i'm gonna get that too but like right that guy doesn't have to pick that up if he just wants to read you know superman and like daredevil which Mm -hmm. is fine yeah okay you can you can segue us now ellie i'm sorry i've taken us on enough tangents (laughs) thank you lee (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right i just really can't we cannot end this conversation without talking about batwoman so i just really need to know your thoughts about the new batwoman coming out um first of all i am very very excited because batwoman has been like my favorite superhero um nice since she uh rebooted from the old batwoman to the new batwoman so which she, which was when for those of us who are so not well versed in the uh, <laughs> I believe that was like the late 2000s. Okay. Um, I know they rebooted her with the new 52, which came out in 2011. Um, but they had a quick little reboot of her that came out in the year or so before that, which I have collected. In a Amazing. Um, but yeah. So. And, and what was what was notable about the reboot in um, your opinion? Well, so the Batwoman from uh, Days Past was created to dispel rumors that Batman was gay with Robin. So they <laughs> so they gave Batman a girlfriend and her name was Batwoman. And she kind of like laid dormant. She wasn't very like she was popular at the time, but then she kind of just like died in the silver age and stuff like that in like the eighties and you know, then they were like, we kinda like this character like in her name, but we don't need any of the other shit. But yeah, so when they rebooted her, they made her a lesbian. And they completely made her story, like, different. Like, so she's not the same character. But yes, I picked up that book, and I was immediately, like, first of all, this artwork is amazing. And second of all, this character's gay. And, like, <laughs> and like this was, like, around the time when I wasn't reading. Like, it wasn't easy to find a gay character yeah. um, in comics without, like, seeking it out. And so I immediately fell in love with her. And she's 100% my type. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like that, Bob. Mm. Uh, but so, and my girlfriend will tell you, I have multiple Batwoman statues, which you can see one over there. Nice. Um, oh my God, I do see it. <laughs> it's amazing. Anyway, I'm very, very excited for this reboot because one, it's going to be on the CW, which is dope. And at first yeah. I was a little apprehensive about it being Ruby Rose. And then I was like, why? Why am I apprehensive about that? That's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think it's cool that they're um, like, they casted a queer person because... That's dope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could talk about Batwoman for hours, so cut me off. Oh, my God. Well, I'm excited. I, I, like, I have no clue what the show's going to be about because I haven't read any of the Batwoman comics. She actually doesn't have a very large catalog um, because she's fairly new. So mm-hmm. it's easy to get your hands on however, like, 10 volumes tops that there are of her, like, in them. Okay. And I also have nice. them, so if you want to borrow them. Sick. <laughs> But I am definitely excited to see a lesbian superhero as the title character. Because we have seen some lesbian superheroes on the CW. But this is, like, the first time we're getting, like, this is, like, the protagonist. Yeah. Not this, like, side character. And being played by a queer actor. I mean, I think, you know, what we were saying before, it does. It does make a difference to sort of have that voice be an authentic voice. And I think it's huge that they're deciding to do that for exactly what you're saying, Ellie, for someone who is going to be like fronting that show, Mm. you know, like that's a big deal. So 
Definitely. So there you go. We are we are also excited. Uh, I expect now that you've made that offer, Ellie will be completely up to speed and well versed. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm at least watching the show. That's I know you got. Sure. I know you got stuff to do. That's for sure. I will watch the show. <laughs> no, we, we've got nothing going on these days. What are you talking about? <laughs> but nothing do, but time. Let's do an episode after the. Let's do a watching party of the of the battle. Yes, Man. of the yes. of the premiere. Yeah. yeah. Well, That'd she's awesome. gonna she's gonna be on the um, Arrowverse crossover this winter. Yes. That's when she's gonna appear, and then her show I think is gonna be on next year. Nice. So, so nice. definitely the crossover. So exciting. Yeah. Huge. Uh, before before we finish, we do also have one other thing that we kind of need to introduce. So we recently had May Rude on the podcast, who is also like very big on comics, reads a ton of comics. Um, and we... <laughs> We did not talk to her about we comics, but we, but we just asked, yeah, we just asked at the end. So could you maybe give us like a few comic book recommendations? Like what are some of your favorite queer comics? Um, and she, I think, went on for 20 minutes. Ma- many, many minutes. We have many, <laughs> many minutes of footage of her. I'm restraining myself so hard. Yeah, too. I'm honestly comic very proud. Like, I, I have a list. <laughs> So what we what we did is we've decided instead of playing it all in that episode, we're just going to be releasing them little clips at a time in a segment <laughs> that we uh, have not yet named. So we'll come up with a name for it. Um, but here is the next installment of May Rude lists queer comics. <laughs> May is reading comics and she likes a lot of comics and she's got a list of comics for you. Oh, human star by Blue Dell Quanti. Oh. There's this artist, this cartoonist, GGDG, who does Cucumber Quest and did this one a couple years ago called Lady of the Shard. That's just like this amazing queer science fiction epic thing. Mari Costa does this comic called Perry Tale. It's really cute about like fairies and stuff. There's a comic that I love called This Is Not Fiction. It's about two high school boys who are like in love with each other, but not like there yet, you know? Super cute. Rapid fire, what's your list? Oh shit. I'm not rapid Top fire ready. Just ten. What? what you said you had some written down, didn't yeah. you? No, yeah, ten, I do. five. Whatever. What? Whatever ten, you have written. Five. Five. I'll do, I don't I'll, know. I'll do five. I'll yeah, do five. 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 Okay. Uh Batwoman is the top of my list just because I love her so much. Um Gem and the Holograms is nice. the reboot of the eighties uh cartoon yeah. that is done tastefully and not like that crappy movie they made. But there are queer characters galore in that book and it's amazing. Hackslash just because I know that she didn't say that on her list. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's say Gail Simone's Batgirl run. Batgirl herself is not queer, but there is a queer character in it. Um, and awesome coming out. And honorable mention, I'm just going to say uh, the entire app of Webtoons. Like almost every comic on there is gay. Uh, like Adam Ellis um, does his comic on there. Mm-hmm. And... There are titles like Shoot Around and Always Human, and those are both super duper gay. One of them is about a zombie apocalypse, but they're all gay. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> which is so good. Honestly, that sounds perfect. Um, nice. Yeah. I should have been more prepared for that. No. That oh, and Motor, okay. Motor Crush. I'm sorry. Like, I, okay. I, that's it. That's an exception. No, it's no. totally acceptable. <laughs> we sprung it on you. We didn't, we didn't give you advance notice. 30 minutes that's later. That's all right. I'm like looking at my comics, and I'm like, what do I read? What's a comic? <laughs> beautiful all right i think it's that time holly all right it is time for q and gay q q q q and and, 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 gay 
So, Al, I know you've listened to the podcast before. We're going to do our Q&A where we ask you questions, and then our listeners can answer the questions on Twitter. You ready? Sounds good. All right, here we go. Question number one. Your favorite queer comic book superhero? A, Wonder Woman. B, Carolina Dean. C, mm. Batwoman. D, Thunder. Batwoman. I should have known. Yeah. <laughs> there's known. no, there's, there's competition, but it's, it's futile. Mm. <laughs> Okay, question two. Uh, and I think you already answered this as well, but just for the record, DC or Marvel? DC. DC Sorry, Marvel. Marvel. I'm trying to get back into them, but it's, t- it's expensive. It's okay. All right. Favorite queer comic book villain? A, Harley Quinn. B, Poison Ivy. C, Catwoman. Or D, Mystique. Dang. I'm gonna go Harley Quinn because I'm wearing a shirt. Nice. You, you know. Yeah, I, I like I like all those ladies though. They're the badass. Yeah, I have a dream to. I, I have a dream. Um, I have a dream to <laughs> dress up as Poison Ivy and have my girlfriend dress up as Harley Quinn. Nice. That's the good. It would totally. You gotta like, you gotta get some good role playing. Yeah, it would totally yeah. kill. But she's also like. She's like, why do I have to be like the crazy looking one? Like, I feel like Harley Quinn's hot, but you have to do like all the makeup and everything. Like, you can, I you can, can do it without the makeup. Like the low answer key. is because she's the blonde. Exactly. Yeah, I, it's just exactly. We I'm were like, all I'm thinking not gonna, it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not gonna yeah. switch roles with you. I want to be Poison Ivy. Come also, on. I want to say, uh, I, I forgot to mention earlier, but Runaways that you just you just brought it up and it sparked my memory is a really awesome adaptation on Hulu. If you guys yeah. are interested yeah, in watching that. I started that. it it's, and I'm like, I loved it. It's and really it just good. Like, was one of those things that fell to the side. That's also one of the first queer characters I ever saw in comics. Mm-hmm. Like was Carolina. Carolina. So, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I've, I've, I want to get back into it. Cause I like loved what I saw so far, but yeah, it was it just, cool. yeah. Who doesn't love super powered teens? Yeah. That are also Nobody. gay. Nobody. Amazing. Okay. Question four. Uh, would you rather be in a, x-men b justice league or c the avengers i'm gonna go with justice league because um or should i do x-men i'm thinking x-men it would be hard to be a mutant in that universe but also like they're like the champions of it they're like yeah you guys can like say all this shit about us but like i don't care like (laughs) yeah we're mutants and we're gonna save you even if you hate us which i think is dope also, but I don't yeah. want to work with Batman because he kind of seems like an ass. Yeah. Well, you're going to love which this Batman? next question. Sorry? I said which Batman? Like, which actor the, is Batman? No, or no. just Batman in the, general? The Justice, like, well, the Batman that's in, in the Justice comp. League, yeah. like, is everyone's always like, why are you such, like, a wet blanket all the time? And he's like, I'm prepared. I mean, I love Batman. He's my favorite character. Also, today is Batman Day. What? It? Yeah, it's his birthday or whatever. Oh, nice. Wow. So what I think he's day. been around for almost 80 years now. That's or, pretty crazy. Or 80 years today. Anyway, what's this next sense. question? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. That was the next question. That I is literally the next question. just asked that like off the top of my head. But the next question is, who is the best Batman? A, Adam West. B, Michael Keaton. C, Christian Bale. Or D, Will Arnett. <laughs> <laughs> the Lego movie. Yes. Hey, Lego Batman is a legitimate Batman choice. Okay? That's fair. Um, I'm going to go with Michael Keaton because he is the true, the true Batman mm. um, on screen because he does the Batman and the Bruce Wayne and he's so good at it. All right. Good answer. Honorable mention to Kevin Conroy, who does the voice on Batman, the animated series, because he's the Batman that I hear in my head when I'm reading the comics, mm. which is mm. cool. There you go. 
Nice. And honorable mention to Will Arnett because <laughs> the Lego movie no. is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really. You is. were like Will Arnett. What? Yeah. I, know. I was like, huh? I actually have seen. Lego I like that Batman, you guys didn't though. even put Ben Affleck on there at all. Um, no. I'm just like, bye. Uh, no. First no, of no. all, he looks amazing in the costume, yeah. but also those movies are trash. Yeah. There was. Did you guys see Justice made. League? We I couldn't. I couldn't even bring it was myself bad. to I watch it. I watched it on a plane for free, and it was really yeah. bad. <laughs> there you go. Uh, remember, you can all give us your answers to this episode's Q&A questions on our Twitter, at Les Hangout Pod. So where can we find Al and Gotham Arcade? Gotham Arcade, you can find anywhere you get podcasts, like Apple or Google. Um, is it Google Play? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, anywhere you find podcasts, including Spotify. Amazing. And you can follow us on Twitter at Gotham Arcade. And you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Pogo underscore and underscore work. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. This has been a blast. Yes, it was Thank so fun. So Thank much. you so much. Let me hear you say hip, 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 hip. We love hearing from you and building our community, so we just want to shout out some of our favorite things each episode. And this episode, we wanted to talk about, we've been getting a lot of emails from different young people and people who aren't out. And of course, we're not going to out you guys, of course. Right. But, no names. <laughs> but in general, we just wanted to give you all a shout out and just say thank you for listening and to take your time. Yeah. Yeah. There's no rush. There's no rush. Be, be who you got to be. Do what you got to do. Uh, we It me- really means a lot to us to get these emails, and it really means a lot to us that the podcast is important and is meaningful for all of you. So what we wanted to say is we love hearing from you. We love getting those emails. And B, if there's something else that you want to hear about, you know, send us topic ideas. I mean, I think we try to come up with what, what seems, you know, interesting to us from our perspective but we know there's just there's so many other people there's so much more stuff going on and everyone has their own journey and their own path so let us know we love we love getting suggestions and we just wanted to take the opportunity to say we do hear you guys we know you're out there and we are always always keeping that in the back of our minds when we when we do the podcast so that's that's why we're here all of the love to all of you yes yeah all right and then we also want to thank our patrons as always we could not be doing this without you we have been overwhelmed by the support especially this season absolutely we really want to give a big shout out to our top tier lesbian jesus patrons amy and ellen kayla kelly lizette stye tanya ferguson jess klaus and Danny Griswold. Thank you so much. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Les Hangout Pod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Or you can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Make sure that you subscribe so that you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. And we're also posting videos on our YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod. If you want to help support the podcast, there are a couple different things that you can do. One of them, you can rate and review us on iTunes, help other people find the podcast. You can also support us on Patreon at bit.ly slash lespatreon. You get some awesome perks, like some blooper reels, which I'm sure there will be some from this episode. (laughs) And um, you can watch lesbian movies with us. You can join our Facebook group. We love our patrons. Please join. Uh, you can also buy our merch. We have a Tee Public shop. You can find that at bit.ly slash lesshop. You can get some cool teas, cool tanks, 
Uh, or awesome Les Hangout pillows like uh, Ellie and Al are sitting with right now. Yes, yes I literally. They look have, amazing. I have Les under my butt a, right now. It's so I, nice. I have a picture of them on the couch that you guys can post. Yes, yes. so happy. There you go. And if you want to find us individually, you can find me at Ellie Brigida on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at LSH Foster on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and with that, I'm Lee. And I'm Ellie. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's. Hang out. out.